Hi, I'm Bruce Weinstein. And I'm Mark Scarborough, and this is the podcast Cooking with Bruce and Mark. And today we are not doing a recipe like we usually do. We're doing something kind of odd. We're doing a roadmap for a recipe or something, right? I mean, yeah. this well, is... We're giving is, you a, a sort of a template that you can make your own. Wait for it. I'm wearing Birkenstocks for the occasion. <laughs> Granola. <laughs> you know, we... We are of an age in which we are part of that crunchy granola set, right? I uh, mean, we, we're, we're a little bit young for it. We weren't... I mean, no, we weren't at Woodstock. No, we were too but, young but for that. But they weren't having granola at Right. They were having other things. <laughs> right. They, they we were, have a friend who was there said he spent the whole time in the bummer tent. You know what? If you don't know what the bummer tent is, ask your mom. Uh, you know what? I think I've spent a lot of time in the bummer tent in my life. <laughs> I think it's called the bed, right? Or uh, the bathroom or maybe your closet. I oh, the know. closet. Nice. Behind the clothes. <laughs> <laughs> you can build your own personal bummer tent. Anyway, um, so oh, we're wow, making... There's a book there, I think. <laughs> Self-help, DIY. It's the one category oh, that keeps growing. man, dude. That is so great. Building your own bummer tent. <laughs> the complete guide. Like the idiot's guide to bummer tents. But then you, then you write... No, and then you've got the book that comes out a year later on... <laughs> Unlocking your bummer tent. Oh, the key to unlocking oh, your bummer tent. Ex- escape from the bummer. Oh, it's like the Planet of the Apes. <laughs> Return, we have battle for the bummer tent. <laughs> Return to the bummer tent. Battle for the, for the bummer okay, tent. Okay, stop. All right, let's talk about granola. So this is all about granola. And, and we're okay. making a roadmap somehow. How do we get off to bummer tent? So that you can make we're your own. Now, I hear you out there. Why do I want to make my own granola when you I can buy what? it in the store? I love it when someone else makes me granola. <laughs> He shakes the empty container at me all the time. <laughs> I do, but this this granola is got it's got oh man it's got no trans fats which some granolas do. It's so super healthy actually. It's gonna have sugar. You're gonna hear it. But, but you can you can pick the sugars that go into it. Right. So you can have the kind of sugars, the kind of fats. And even the kind of grains you want. Right. But let's, let's you, they never have exactly what I want okay. in the store anyway. So let's talk about this. So the oven is going at 325, and we're going to, we're, we've toasting grains, right? We've, we have toasted we, them. We have put them in and taken them out. But let's talk, because I think everybody thinks that granola is made with rolled oats. No, not necessarily. Not only, not exclusively. Right. There is oats in granola, but. The way we make granola, there's other grains too. So you need six cups of grains. We wait, like a combination. Wait, the writer is going to stop you. Six cups of grain flakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not six cups of wheat berries or six cups of grains, but six cups of grain flakes. And those are whole grains that have been steamed and processed and flattened like oatmeal. And no, no instant oatmeal and no steel cut oats. And the difference between regular, regular, oatmeal. Or regular oatmeal and instant oatmeal is that after it's been steamed and rolled, then those flakes are, are steamed even further right. to cook to par cook them. That's right. But we're talking grain flakes and we want six cups. And my advice to you is to use three cups of ro- standard rolled oats and then pick three cups of something else. So you could pick from wheat flakes or barley flakes or kamut flakes or rye flakes. I, I tend to like wheat flakes, barley flakes, and oats. I love oats and barley flakes or oats and wheat flakes, as Bruce says, and barley flakes. But the barley flakes are nice and chewy yep. in there. And I love that in the granola. Now, can you use six cups of rolled oats? Of course. You can. And here's a tip. If you go that direction, Bob's Red Mill sells an extra thick 
rolled oat where they don't roll it as flat. Right. And it really has a fabulous texture. So if you don't mix it up with other flakes, go with the thick cut oats and you'll have a really tasty treat. So you spread this out on, you spread these grains out. If you mix them together in advance, that's fine. You don't actually have to mix them together in advance. You can nope. just dump them cup by cup onto two large lipped baking sheets. Right, but that is not a greased baking sheet. These are just plain. You do not need to grease right. these. Just toast them. We toasted them for 10 minutes. And if you don't want to do this in the oven, let me give you a tip. You can do this in a dry wok. It'll take, I think, three batches in yeah. a large wok. But you just put the wok over the stove, heat it up, dump two cups of the grains in at a time, and just toss them like you do stir-frying or be super chefy and, yeah. you know, pull, yank them up over the top. How do you do that? You push the wok out and, you know, Marsha catch about them flipping them the, in the wok yeah, without yeah. any tools. That's I, a good way to get them all over the stove. It too. is. Unless you're a really good chef. But otherwise, just take two wooden paddles and just yep. stir-fry them until they're toasty. Um, and they'll get they'll be definitely aromatically grainy. Yep. And so once those are toasted, we are, the next step is so now you've already chosen the grains you like. Right. Now you're going to have to choose a liquid sweetener and a fat, and you're going to heat them up together right. with a tablespoon of vanilla in a small pan. So here it goes. Here's what we got. We got two-thirds a cup of oil of some kind. And you may choose any oil you choose. Cod uh, liver oil? Uh, no. And <laughs> I would suggest not cod liver oil. Well, unless you have, unless you're particularly blocked this week. Um, I would suggest not that. And I would suggest not olive oil. And furthermore, I would suggest not, but you can use canola, corn, uh, vegetable, soybeans, safflower. Well, Bruce is going, because let's face it, this is a high caloric part of this dish, is this oil. 120 calories a tablespoon. Right. And the question is, why would you use an oil? If you're going to spend that many calories, why would you spend that many calories on an oil that doesn't taste like anything? So Mark gave you the list of what you shouldn't use. Here's well, what you should now consider. Now wait, I'm going to say again. You are absolutely free to use canola oil, vegetable oil, any of those non-flavored safflower oil, any of those. But what we like to use is walnut oil or almond oil or if we're feeling very flush, pecan oil. Yeah. Um, or apparently, we just came back from a giant road trip across the West, and apparently people in Carlsbad get pecan, Carlsbad, New Mexico, get pecan oil for cheap. Yeah, they were tossing it into our <laughs> vegetables that night. It was pretty amazing. Bruce had his vegetables, and he didn't want butter, and he said, can I not? Can I have something else on my vegetables? And she said, have pecan oil in the restaurant in Carlsbad, New Mexico. And we were both like, what? Pecan oil. <laughs> and then it turned out that there are these giant pecan groves around Carlsbad, yeah. and pecan oil is had for cheap out there. So, <laughs> so if you where we live, pecan oil is absurd. Very expensive. And you could use hazelnut oil. Yep, also expensive. Also expensive, but also any of those nut oils uh, would be our first choice, but you can also use a neutral flavored oil. You can. So you're going to mix that two-thirds of a cup of oil with an equal amount, two-thirds of a cup of a liquid sweetener. Now, pick, take your pick. Liquid sweeteners, again, our choices are going to be things like maple syrup, pick the dark, robust, or the, it's not called grade B anymore. It's just dark and robust. But let me say, and also the obvious two are honey or agave nectar, yeah. which are you can use, and you can mix and match these or use all two-third yeah. cups of honey, agave nectar, maple syrup, but we have gotten into sorghum syrup. Sorghum syrup is really fabulous. You have to order it online. Unless you um, live in the South. Unless you live in the South. The other thing I've been using that um, is fantastic, I buy on Amazon this malt syrup. And malt syrup is um, for beer making, but it's very sweet, but yet 
also very savory. Yeah. And every time I make it, it's like a savory granola. It's crazy. He, it, I know it sounds crazy, but he puts malt syrup and walnut oil, and then you're going to also add a tablespoon of vanilla to this liquid mess mm. in the pan, and then you're just going to heat it to bubbling. But every time he uses malt syrup, it gives the granola this strangely savory quality to it. It's it's really fine. Um, but we also love sorghum yep, syrup in it. That's much sweeter, It ha- but it has a, a richer taste. The maple syrup, of course, is more familiar. Yep. And the honey, you know, and remember, you don't have to stand on ceremony. You can use all kinds of honeys. You can use orange flower honey. You can use tree honeys. You don't have to stand on just clover honey. You don't have to. Now, let me also say that corn syrup is a liquid sweetener. It is. As is pancake syrup. It is. Um, neither of those would be recommended from us but to use. But you could use but them. But you could use them. But we would tell you not to use them. We because would... if you're going to the trouble to make your own granola, why are you going to use canola oil and pancake syrup? Oh, gosh. It's too tasteless. Use walnut oil and sorghum syrup, or use almond oil and maple syrup, or use almond oil and uh, malt syrup. I mean, really, honestly, bring the flavor up. So just mix that in a medium saucepan and set it over medium heat just until it's Just fizzing. until it's bubbled around the edge. Right. And again, we're doing that because warm... The warm fat and sugar mixture will soak into the grains so much better and faster and easier. And now we have our last component. We have a giant bowl out. And we're mixing some dry ingredients together before we toss the toasted grains and the warm liquid into it. So in this bowl, you need six tablespoons of a dry sweetener. We're using dark brown sugar. You could use light brown sugar. You could use date. Sugar, palm sugar, palm sugar, coconut sugar, yep, you turbinado can, sugar, yep. muscovado sugar. Yep, you just need a dry sweetener. Muscovado and turbinado would be extraordinary in this, yes, giving it, it a molasses quality, yes, especially muscovado sugar. But those are expensive, and we're just going with brown sugar today. Yep. They're also, um, you could actually buy um, maple sugar, which is just dry powdered maple syrup. You're talking about expensive. Um, it is expensive. You could also buy honey granules the same way, also yeah. expensive. But in those cases, if you buy the maple sugar or the um, honey, granules. honey granules, you want to make sure they're fi- rather finely ground yeah. here. You don't want the coarse maple granules, yeah. which can be like little pebbles. And the reason you might choose to use those is because maybe you used honey or maple syrup and want to continue that flavor. So it's yep. a really strong taste. Okay. Yep. So into that um, sugar, we're also putting half a cup of wheat germ. This is very important. Standard jarred toasted wheat germ this is if you didn't read your new york times this week you should read it since they now know why fiber is good for you they knew that it was but research now indicates why it was look it up on the new york times i'm not going to get into it it involves too much colon talk but um mm. <laughs> so there you go so we already uh, talked about cod liver oil uh, <laughs> Of wheat germ. Yeah, see, you don't need cod liver oil. You're putting wheat germ in it. And this is a little controversial, but we always put half a cup of powdered nonfat dry milk. Why? Because it gives it a body and a texture and allows it to clump together into little crumbly clumps that I adore. And without it, it's just not the same. If you've got dairy issues and cannot have it, you could leave it out. It will still right. work, but it won't 
quite be as textually fabulous. I know you're saying two-thirds of a cup of oil, and what I'm about to say sounds wrong. I'm going to say because we cut down on the oil. But it is true that this has a cut-down oil ratio. I mean, we are using oh, six cups of, gr- of grain. Oh, a That's... lot of granola has like a gallon of oil. <laughs> Practically. <laughs> um, and, I mean, honestly, we're making enough here that this la- – if I eat granola every uh, every morning, let's say I eat it four mornings a week, this will last me a good while. I mean, this will last me three to four weeks. Oh, yeah. Of yeah, yeah. I eat about a half a cup of it, a third to a half a cup of it with yogurt, and um, it lasts me a good long while. So we gave this recipe to lot. some cousins of mine once, and um, they were here visiting, and I had made it, and I was watching them eat the granola and filling up their bowls with like two and a half to three cups of <laughs> granola per bowl, and they were both, com- they sh- and they said they made it all the time now, and they eat it all the time, but they're both complaining about putting weight on recently, and they couldn't figure it out. And I'm like... You're eating about 8,000 calories of granola every morning. <laughs> we do. We have a giant, we have this giant two-gallon, what is it, two-gallon or one-gallon? That's gallon, a one-gallon. One jar. And we it pour it all into months. it. And I just take a third cup measuring cup and I shove it in well, there. And that that's way what I they know. used, but they kept using it like <laughs> eight or nine times. <laughs> but I know that that's about what my serving is with some yogurt. So, or else milk and a banana. But okay, so. There's anyway, one more thing that has to go in So there. we've used a half cup of wheat germ, a half cup of powdered non-fat dry milk, and again, we're adding richness because we're cutting down the oil. And then, okay, one more thing. Well, Three actually, quarters of a cup of more nuts. Three yes. more things. Three more things. Well, we're going to use chopped nuts, and you can use any nut you like here. You can use pistachios or pecans or cashews or walnuts If or you've or used almonds. a nut oil, match your nut to the oil if you want to. Walnut to walnut oil, mm-hmm. pecans to pecan. You can mix it up, too. Yep. You can put pecans with walnut oil. You can put Cons with vegetable oil. <clears throat> you can mix it up or you can matchy matchy if you like a more, you know, uniform yep. flavor palette. Optional is putting in shredded coconut, unsweetened or sweetened. I always add it because I like it. You know, if you don't like nuts or you're allergic to nuts and you can't use a nut oil, leave the nuts out and use the coconut instead of nuts. And then you must put salt, one and a half teaspoons. And cinnamon, one and a half teaspoons. Right. That's right. And let me just say, let me go back and say about those grains at the very start, that if you have gluten issues, remember that oats themselves are gluten-free, but they are processed in facilities that process wheat. And that's the problem. And you can get wheat dust on standard rolled oats. So if you're looking to make a gluten-free version of this, you can, you know, skip the wheat flakes, obviously, and all that stuff, and just use rolled oats, but make sure you're using certified gluten-free uh, rolled oats, and then you're gonna dump the wheat germ. And too. instead of the wheat germ, what you can add there is oat bran. Yeah, you that could. would That would be a good substitute. Yeah, you could. So now we're mixing together all of that dry stuff with the toasted oats and um, barley flakes and wheat flakes we toasted earlier. And we're pouring in the warm fat sugar mixture. And I'm tossing that all up. And I am using my hands because for me, that's the best way to get in there. This is a giant batch, just giant. Six cups of grains, all this oil and sugar. And I'm just getting it all well coated. That liquid is absorbing into the grains. And now I'm going to divide this stuff between those two sheet pans we use to toast the nuts. Again, I'm not oiling them because this has got enough oil in it. And I'm going to spread them out, and Mark is going to put them in the oven for how long? 
Uh, I'm gonna put them in the oven for 10 minutes. Then I'm going to stir them and then another 10 minutes. Stir them on their sheet pans. And this is why the sheet pans have to be lipped because if they're not lipped and I stir them, they're gonna go, it's gonna go <laughs> all over the oven. So these have to be big lipped sheet pans. If you know our book, all time favorite sheet cakes and slant pies, it's that kind of sheet pan from that book. And then at the end of the second 10 minutes, we're going to take them out. Um, we have granite counters, so I could put the pans right on there. If you don't have stone counters, you need to put them on cooling racks. And at which point you are going to sprinkle about a third to a half a cup of raisins or chopped dried fruit onto each pan and just stir that in to one. We don't bake the dried fruit in because it'll burn. And this right. is a good way that it softens up. And then just let it sit and cool for a bit, and then you can try it. So we're going to bake these and then let them cool, and then we'll come back to taste them. Okay, but right before that, I just want to, before we go out for the jump, I want to just take a minute and review. There's four components here that you have to remember. There's six cups of whole grain flakes. There's the two-thirds cup oil, two-thirds cup liquid sweetener, and a tablespoon of vanilla mix that gets heated up on the stove. And then there's the third component, which is all the dry stuff, which is six tablespoons of a dry sweetener, a half a cup of wheat, half a cup of non-fat powdered milk powder, three quarters of a cup of nuts, chopped up nuts. If you want three quarters of a cup of coconuts and or one half teaspoon of salt, one half teaspoon of cinnamon, that's all the dry stuff, all that happens. And then you finally have, I don't know, two thirds, three quarters cup to a cup of dried fruit. When, after it's baked. And that's the fourth piece. So it's those four components that make up this roadmap. Uh, you can choose any dried fruit you want, right? And you can. And so play with it and actually share with us what you do because I love hearing what people oh, come up with. Oh, it would be amazing if you made a, I don't know, pecan and cherry, dried cherry. Mm, pistachio granola. and dried cherry. A pistachio and dried cherry. Or mm. you Ooh, know, and then instead of cinnamon, you could put cardamom in it. Oh, well, that's getting crazy. But um, sure, you could. Or you could just make a very standard rolled oats with vegetable oil and brown sugar. And, you know, you could make a fairly standard, straightforward honey granola. And the last time we were in that Middle Eastern store in West Hartford, I saw a package of dried pomegranate seeds that were wow. like chewy. You could use those instead of raisins. You make a wow. whole Arabic granola. Wow, wow, with cardamom and dried pomegranate seeds. We may have to try And then for that, the actually. sweet liquid sweetener, you can use pomegranate molasses. And date syrup. And date syrup. Okay, we will be back, and we are going to taste our boring walnut oil <laughs> and, and barley flake granola. Okay, the house smells good. I have to tell you that while this was baking, the dog, Spritzy, was rubbing himself all over the oven door. Do we have a dog, a collie, and he, when things smell really good in the oven, he walks back and forth in front of the oven door rubbing himself. And, and he's not going to burn himself. There's so much <laughs> coat and hair there. Anyway, I've got the big mm. mouthful of granola that's about to happen. I got a mouthful of granola. Okay, this is the last thing. This is boring. You hear how crunchy it is? That's the problem I have with most store-bought granolas. Wow. They're not crunchy enough. No. This is super crunchy. Mm. And Yum. I will tell you, excuse me, as I swallow, mm -hmm. that if you use some of the more rare flakes, the rarer flakes like wheat flakes or kamut flakes, this will have a slightly shorter shelf life. And when I say shorter, I mean a cool dark place, it will be two months instead mm -hmm. of three. Because mm -hmm. those flakes do go a little more rancid quickly, go rancid a little more quickly. Yep. Um, than if you just use standard oats. But honestly, it's so crunchy. I'm thinking I'm going to have them more. It's <laughs> so crunchy that you can't 
Uh, you can't believe it. It's uh, so you, good. You're not going to last two months. So while Mark is chewing on that, I will remind you mm. that please share with us your combinations of what you make when you try this granola. Um, send us a picture. Put it up on our. We'll put it up on our website. We're mm. happy to know what you're doing. Honestly, you should put this on ice cream. You should put mm. this on. I send this to Mark's mom in big mm. bags, and she just sprinkles it on top of chopped fruit as a cobbler topping. She does. This is, this is her new cobbler crisp topping. She, she doesn't even make anything. She does. So it's it's really this roadmap is endlessly variable. Uh, I, I I hope you, you make some, you share it. If you do, tag us on social media. You'll find us on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook under our names, Bruce Weinstein and Mark Scarborough. Um, we'd be happy to share your photographs with uh, the with the people who follow us. So um, tag us, make it. Oh gosh, it's it make it. Right? And listen to Cooking with Bruce and Mark every week as we cook through another fabulous recipe.